Hi. Hello. So this episode is called Aberspelt Backwards. The aim of this episode really is just to talk about the importance of music in our childhood, in Amelia's early development and her life. And we do tackle the idea of whether or not me and you are music snobs. We definitely I... are. I mean, I definitely am. Yeah. Because I, I, I even cringe at your music. I know. And see, and that's the thing. But I I think I cringe at your music sometimes. Really? Yeah, because... Like what? Like, okay, when, when I like get into like real sort of pop. What kind of pop are we talking about? I don't know, when I dance around to, like, Gwen Stefani. Or... Oh, no, Gwen, no, all that stuff is good. Okay, what about Avril Lavigne? <laughs> no, but that's also good. Like, the Avril Lavigne stuff is... See, that's also part of childhood. There's a... Okay, if if someone came up with it now, I maybe wouldn't be as inclined to listen to it. But if it's ever on, I can sing my heart out because it's just such a nostalgic sound and... I just, I could listen to it all the time, just because it reminds me of being that age. Mm -hmm. It's quite quite warm. Would you yeah. see Avril Lavigne live now? How well, old is I've she? already she, like... seen her. I mean, oh, she yeah, looks but... the same. She looks the same. Well, yeah, she's always looked the same. Yeah. She's always looked like she's 18. <laughs> but there was, there's also that conspiracy theory that... Yeah, <laughs> she was like swapped. She swapped years ago because she was completely different. Obviously, it's like I mean, but she still looks exactly the same. But anyway, we we die, we diverted. Yeah, we did divert to Avril Lavigne. This <laughs> is what happens. <laughs> uh, in the last seven months, Amelia has developed a really, really fond um, taste. Oh, oh, yeah, obsession <laughs> with Abba. Not complaining. But yeah, and this is the thing: we're not complaining. Because before ABBA, it was Baby Shark. Um. And if, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, you can just tell, you people can't see our faces right now, but we just had a small frown on our face when we said Baby Shark. Because <laughs> I think it's like PTSD. Dude, it brings up so many. Shiver. <laughs> yeah, shiver, yeah. Um, good luck to the guys who made it. They're, they've made their millions. Absolutely fine. Can you leave me and my family al alone now? <laughs> leave us alone. I don't care about Baby Shark anymore, <laughs> but yeah, we got over the Baby Shark phase, and then we and 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 then she moved into Abba and Mamma Mia, and yeah, and so particularly it, the film. It's a bit yeah. The film is great. Not too keen on watching it as often as we were, but the the music, listening to actual Abba, great. Mm. I I can't get bored of it. Yeah, she slowly. She's got, Coming out of it, slowly. she's got a little repertoire of ABBA songs. Though. Yeah. Like it, she'll sing a little medley. She'll so dance top around. Three. No, I feel like she's got a top five. Top five. Like, well. so she dance around, starts with Mamma Mia. Classic. Then a bit of Waterloo. Oh. Then into Voulez-Vous. Which is my favourite. Yeah. That's one of my top. And then... Honey, Honey. She goes into Honey, Honey. And... The Swedish the... version, actually. She really yeah, likes she the likes Swedish, Swedish version, version, which I realised... Yeah. I didn't realize. I didn't realize. Existed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah because because we're really naive British people. And we just and think girl. everything has to be in English. And Super Trooper. And Super, Tro yes, top five. Yeah, I mean it's a solid top five. Yeah. Um, I can't complain. 
but she's slowly coming out of it. That's fine. At the moment, she's last couple of days, she's really enjoyed Blitzkrieg Pop mm-hmm. and Queen's We Will Rock You, which I... That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. I like that. But she also likes... She still likes the theme tune to Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. So there's that balance. Because the thing is, though, is that I feel like your music taste shows a bit of your personality. Yeah. Like already, let's say Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, it's a film, it's quite playful. She's a kid, that makes sense. Then We Will Rock You and... Um, Blitzkrieg Pop. <laughs> yeah. That that's like the slight anarchist in her because she she definitely is a bit mad. Yeah. Um. And then you've got Abba, which is just who doesn't like fun. Abba? It's just fun, and that is that is also her. Mm-hmm. And so those music tastes sort of sum her up a bit. Mm-hmm. We which have... is why I don't want her to have crap music taste. Yeah, because but she then will... the judgment. But she will go through that, like, yeah. like we all did. What was your did. bad music phase? I'm probably still in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Like on Spotify the other day, my time capsule came up, and um, just loads of songs that I used to listen to, like, like about eight years ago. Still, like, quite a lot of them. Some of them, no, 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 no. But you know, st- what, what was your bad music phase? What would you say the uh, do you know what? It's probably. I don't know. I think my bad music phase was. Pro- it, it must have been when I was a bit younger. Like really? the ages between five you and ten. don't think it's Green Day? No. To, no. I mean, no. I don't. I stick to that and I'll take that to the grave. No. That. That's. Mum, that is not a phase. <laughs> it's still with me. No, I think the, the really early, cheesy. Pop stuff is like always a bit cringe, but you're innocent at the same time, so you can't be too upset. Yeah. So that's mine. Yeah, like early, early Justin Bieber. Really? Yeah, I was <sighs> really into it. That first, the first Justin Bieber bit, you know, with like the baby, baby and yeah, all of that and all that stuff. Loved it. How old is Justin now? Is is he is he older know. than us? We're... Um, no, um, maybe I think it's like twenty five. Really? Oh, but like older. that and like Katy Perry and. I was really into to that in like, but that was also a lot of peer influence. Mm-hmm. So I'd gone from being at school and just liking my own music, like primary school, and no one really having an opinion, to being in secondary school where it was like, oh my gosh, yeah, I need to fit in. Mm-hmm. So like my music changed, my music taste changed, sort of adapted to that. Yeah. But it's left me with a with a with still a soft spot for certain for certain embarrassing bits, you know. Yeah, I mean, I went to an all boys secondary school in like <laughs> Bow, East London. You know, not <laughs> a very <laughs> very interesting uh, environment. Uh, you know, there's just like me and like maybe like a handful of others, like literally five people who probably listened to. You know, other stuff are rather than just like like the grime scene that was coming up in like like the late. Oh, I can't remember the years now, but like kind of from like two thousand and eight to two thousand and like twelve. So I always stuck out, um, stood out like a sore thumb. Um, but that was fine. That paid off in the end because I'm a really good person now. 
Yeah. Lily yeah. disagrees. No, that's not true. What um, what music did you grow up listening to? How did your parents influence your music oh, taste? hundred percent, they did. Um, I mean David Bowie. Who? <laughs> no, like as you know, David Bowie is the best man ever. Past some people, but um, that was. I have to give credit to my mum and dad for that um, because otherwise I would never have got into it. Same with, like, the likes of um, Lou Reed and um, Nick Cave and all of that sort of stuff. And then also the Beatles because your parents are the ones that introduce you you to that. Mm -hmm. You go, would I have just stumbled across it if it wasn't for them? But yeah. they've got good music taste. Therefore, I do. Because I remember being judged for liking Justin Bieber. <laughs> what, by rem- your family? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. My mum and my dad and my uncle. It's always like... Mm. It's because I still like the Here good comes stuff. a believer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because I still like the good stuff at the same time. Yeah. A mixture. Yeah. It was a mixture. So it meant that they could rip into me for the bits that they didn't like yeah. which made me go like oh no oh no I mean like at the time I was very happy to like it but now looking back I'm like wow I can't believe I like that for me growing up it was probably a bit different um I had the likes like it was you know for my dad it was you two simple minds and then mum's side was like Phil Collins and like and like Robbie Williams <laughs> so I got I got a good taste of both which is a mixture of oh yeah and Tears for Fears sorry I sh- that is the first that thing I should have said one, yeah. that's awful I haven't done my homework obviously Tears for Fears number one but from that palette I that stuck with me to the age of what yeah. 24 now there's a mixture of that 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 pop and that the arrogance of some pop music, but also just the genius of some of the more yeah. alternative stuff and having that balance is so much fun. Well, do you remember certain things that you like just because of remembering what you were doing at the time? Like, I love this album called The Gallery by Nicky Siano, um, mm-hmm. who was a Studio 54 DJ. Um, and I, it just makes me so happy. If I'm ever feeling slightly down, listening to that, I will always feel great. And what I remember, like my first time listening to it was when my mum used to do spring cleaning and we would do spring cleaning together. And then it became the thing that we did if we were doing cleaning, we'd put that album on on full blast. And it's just... That in itself always like comes to mind when I listen to it, and it will always will always make me feel so happy. Mm. Do you like? Do you have certain albums or or music or genres that remind you, say, of like something uh, like that? Yeah, like a period in time. Yeah, for yeah, for sure. Um, uh, just going back for Tears for Fears, the first time I think the first time I probably heard Everybody Wants to Rule the World was probably. 
in the living room. It must have been, must have been quite young because I, I remember hearing, I don't, I don't know if it was on the TV or, or whatever, but I just remember it. And I remember the feeling of listening to it. And then for years, I had forgotten about that song and kind of like forgotten about the band. And then I must have been about 13 or 14 around that time heard the song randomly again and it just opened a door and went bam do you remember like do you remember that and I went oh my god yes thank god because I I had forgotten about it but now thinking about it I hadn't I just closed it because I was listening to Steps and S Club 7 for too long (laughs) and you know Five and and Robbie Williams um so yeah yeah there is that do you Obviously, with everything that's going on, there's no live music happening. I'm quite concerned that because uh, I've had some big gigs cancelled this year, big gig cancelled this year, <laughs> and I don't think I can say which gig it is because I think it would just bring up, you know, too many emotions. Too many you. emotions. Yeah, yeah. It's my concurrence reunion at Milton Keynes. Yeah, absolutely gutted. Yeah, I'm tearing emo tear. Um, <laughs> but it's going to be quite strange it might you know i think this will definitely what's happened will have an impact on how we go forward with live music we might see a more kind of like a diy back to basics approach to music because it all became it's become so expensive in 20 years like it has but you prefer stadium gigs no big gigs sometimes yeah i you do. do i do oh, you prefer that more than i like day. i like a stadium and sixty thousand people you like a room with 20 people yeah. Which is something I've come Crammed to love. With 20 people. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It will be interesting how that will affect Amelia going to see live music. Yeah. Or say with... Because my first few gigs were always with my parents. Obvi- I mean, obviously. No, you just... A as a six-year-old, <laughs> you grabbed your jacket, got your scooter no, down mean, the pub. Like, I mean, like, my mum would take me to gigs that she wanted to go to. Um, because well, outdoor to... gigs or no, indoor like gigs? indoor gigs. Like um, I went to um, Camden O2 Academy. That's it to see the Fall, and I had no idea who they were. Like the first time I saw the Stone Roses, I only like sort of had listened to it a few times and thought, oh yeah, I like this, but didn't really. Yeah, was a bit like, yeah, this, this sounds cool. I'll mm. come with you. Didn't realise the significance of it mm. until I went and I was like, whoa, blown away. Yeah. Um, But my mum used to do that a lot and my uncle would like often get me tickets to go to things because I wanted to like push that. Mm-hmm. And it'd be weird to see if Amelia won't get the opportunity if things don't open back up. Yeah. Yeah, and it, and it could take a while for a lot of these venues to to bounce back. I mean, there were so many venues that were on their knees before COVID. Yeah, exactly. Like literally, it's just it, it's so sad. So fingers crossed they can come out on the other side, and and she can see some great music. Although the music in the next ten years is probably going to sound absolutely fucking mental, because you have a look at what the pop what pop music. I mean, I you look at what the charts are like at the moment, and I go, that sounds mental. What's well, it going to no, sound like I'm in 10 years' lie. time? TikTok's bringing some quite nice music to more of a mainstream. It is. There's some There's some little songs that I'm like, yeah. oh, I like that. Well done. Yeah. Do you know I've added I mean? a couple of tracks to my um, Spotify yeah. because of TikTok. 
because I'm cool. Um, yeah, I've, I've, yeah, through, t- that's quite funny actually, yeah, because through TikTok, I started listening to that band from, uh, uh, I think they're from Belarus. I'm not even going to try and pronounce their name, um, but I've added them onto my, um, onto my Spotify yeah, and I've so really enjoyed. Every time I hear it, I go, who's this? Yeah. And you realize it's on TikTok <laughs> and then yeah. you feel like an idiot. Um, but it just opens the door. See, 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 that's an example. You've got this TikTok app, which does get a bad reputation, especially like, cause you want TikTok before me. And I hate the fact you want TikTok cause I'm on TikTok for, they were just like, it's just for teenagers. But then I went on there and it depends on the algorithm, depends on your life. Yeah, so you can find some is, great is that, content. As like, you know how like say Tumblr or MySpace connected people together when we were younger yeah um like similar people mm-hmm. tiktok does that in an even more intense sort of way yeah because like with with tumblr it was just like if you happen to stumble across someone who's similar to you you follow them or whatever yeah but tiktok pushes people who are similar to watch the same things of people they're similar to mm-hmm. so I, I wonder if we'll start to see the birth of more subcultures again, because the for the past few years, we haven't really had many subcultures. Yeah. If this will, it's... I mean, there's good and bad things in that, in mm-hmm. general, but... But overall, it has been quite boring, because I think the well, last... With, with subcultures? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I can't even remember what kind of the last subculture was, like... I would say the the chav. The chav? The chav. Uh, no, probably could now, in retrospect, be be classed as a subculture. Yeah. Because it because it was there was a lot. It was a style. It was the music that they listened to, and it was a way of living. Mm-hmm. That now now is deemed cool. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So now, in hindsight, looking back on it, I feel like that could be the last subculture. Mm-hmm. Because we grew up not necessarily having many subcultures. I mean, like, you had, like, emo, and then you had, like, scene and hipster. But they weren't subcultures in the way you've you've had before in history. Yeah. Where it's it's really made waves. Yeah. Like, left and imprint, and people refer to it constantly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll see how that goes. Um, we're going to play a little game now. Um, this section is called Band Bands. Dim the lights. <laughs> Drum roll, please. Drum roll, please. Um, so Lily and I have a couple of talking points. Well, we've decided what artists or bands we're going to make sure that we don't play for Amelia. Uh, This could be because we're not too keen on their music, them as people, or just, no, I would rather you listen to something else because this is not good. Um, I don't think you're going to be too surprised with our candidates for this one. I'm going to let Lily go first. I think you should go first on this whilst I pour myself Um... another beer. It's quite it's quite a hard one because it it really has got me thinking, in terms of as much as I am a snob about what I want her to listen to. Um, I never want to ban anything, 
like any music that I don't just like, just dislike, because it's up to her. But, it's just the name of the game. Band, but, band. You take it too serious. But R. Kelly. <laughs> just no. Just, just, just no. no, no. A lot of DJs stop playing his music. Well, yeah. Especially Ignition, which is was it was which is a banger. Yeah, it was. I used to love but it. I would not dare to put that on any party. I know. Well, Spotify doesn't promote it. It's like you know. Mm. But yeah, it's mad. But so many people do still listen to it. It's one of those mix. The, the yeah. it's not like Michael Jackson. If you're listening, Lily just gave away my candidate for band bands. <laughs> that worked really well. <laughs> you gave it away. There's no. They might as well stop listening now because there's no element of surprise for them. Um, Sorry. Yeah, you muck that one up. I wouldn't put R. Kelly on Amelia's full party playlist. <laughs> anyway, I wouldn't. I wouldn't just anyway. Yeah. Um, so my candidate, surprisingly, um, uh, yeah, this is also a true. I, I love the thing we both went for this. We went for, we Sex went for offenders. two, <laughs> allegedly, 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 mm-hmm. um, alle- you've got to say yes. allegedly, you know, um, we've all seen the documentaries. We have all seen the interviews, um, but allegedly, um, yeah, Michael Jackson, difficult one. Cause I'm, I find that one hard to process I and as well as, harder. and as well as I think a lot of people. Of our parents' generation, our generation, when you hear some of that music, you just go, "Oh God, it is so good! It's so good!" Why did you have I to be like that? It easier <laughs> earlier on after watching the documentary to not listen. Yeah, but I have found myself now when a song's on, I just sing along to it, enjoying it, and then I and then I like internalize it and go, "Oh no, oh no!" But I don't, I. I don't struggle too much just mm. because it was never on my playlist or the things that I chose to listen to. So I didn't have to actively stop listening to it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas it, it's a song that now, if I still hear it out and about, I will instantly enjoy it. But then I go, oh, no, remember? Because most of the time I can just forget it mm. because I never go, oh, I fancy listening to bit of Michael Jackson. Like, oh, I fancy Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> you had tickets going to see Michael Jackson, didn't you, during that tour? And then he, when he popped it, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Oh, my God. You could have seen him. Yo, too. Mm-hmm. How many nights was he, he was doing? He nights? did ages. Was it, fi- was it 50 nights? Something mad. It was all quite, that was quite a mad time. Because it's quite weird. He died sort of at, like, another wave of, of, of peak of sort of being popular. Yeah, he kind of, I, I don't know what he was doing just before that, but I remember when that was announced, it was like a whole world just went, oh, this is going to be amazing. Did you see the film? Was I it? never saw the this film, is you it. know. I went to the cinema to watch it. Did you? I know. <laughs> yeah, I was really busy That's when I was funny. like 10 or 12 years old. Um, but yeah, um, I'm pretty sure it would have been amazing. But yeah, um, yeah that's um, Michael Jackson. That's on my list. Do you have anyone else you'd want to put? On your band bands list, and this can be not because they're alleged criminals, but because you 
just don't like their music. And you can I, you I can say put, whatever. I would put Green Day on it. You would. Okay, well, that's fine because she likes them, so you lose, unfortunately. <laughs> and I quite like that you've put them on the list. I know. Because I know she likes. Yeah, no, she does. She actually asks She does ask. Green Day. And, and do you know what? It. It's not indoctrination. Yeah, I know. It's not indoctrination. I didn't just one day say, you will like this. you put it on all the time. No, no, no. No correction. See, this is when you're going to start giving me another, like, more of a bad reputation with my (laughs) my relationship between me and this band. Because according to everyone in our social circle, I wake up. (laughs) Listen to Green Day. Nap. Eat, sleep, drink, listen to them, and then go to bed and do the same. No, I don't. You know, I have a variety of tastes, okay? Robbie Williams, Tears for Fears. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, so yeah. Um, is there one I wanna? Is there an extra person I wanna put on my list? Is there someone who you just don't like the music, so are just gonna? Yeah, play unfor- yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I'm not keen on like the like the Nicki Minaj stuff. I just, I it's weird because like the a lot of the appeal is to kids, but. You know, I just find it, it's just all a bit mental, isn't it? It's just all a bit much. The thing is, I don't know enough Nicki Minaj songs I'd... to actually say that I don't want her to listen to it. No, I'm not saying, but I'm just saying I wouldn't pull it on. Yeah, well, I would never yeah. type in <laughs> on Spotify. Yeah. So, so that's what I'm going with. So it's the top four <laughs> of band bands. Lily Had. R. Kelly. And? Green Day. And I had MJ, not Michael Jordan, <laughs> Michael Jackson, and Nicki Minaj. Cool. We are music snobs. That's your fault, and that's my fault, and we should just admit to it. Yeah. <laughs> You're not even. <laughs> Sorry. You're not even gonna disagree. Sorry. No, we no, are. I, I can't disagree because I know that I am. I've tried. I'm trying so much harder now. To not judge people for their music taste. But the thing is, I'm not going to judge people anymore. I'm just going to focus my time on impressing people with Amelia's great taste. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I mean? (laughs) One thing um, we can both agree on is um, she's learned a lot from listening to music in terms of her vocabulary. Yes, yeah, really and I think I think that's really important. Obviously, obviously, it's not it's not a you know a light bulb moment. Everyone knows that you know if you surround kids with music is good. Music is good, uh, not for the, just their taste, but their vocabulary. So it is something that is also quite educational. And I'm not just talking about all like the nursery rhymes as well, because they get really boring after a while. But yeah. I've noticed her. Her speech has come so much because oh, she, she yeah so much and, think, and she can she can remember lyrics to songs so well. She'll be great at karaoke. Keep them, keep them going, um, like also like singing voulez vu, you know. I know. Great. I mean, she's it learning. Sounds... She's learning another language. <laughs> she can barely speak English. <laughs> A recommendation I would have to parents is take kids. Take your kids to um, uh, baby disco. Is that what? Or baby, <gasps> baby Lo- loves disco. Baby loves disco. Yeah, we've been a couple of times, and 
It's so much fun. It is, yeah. It's like a, it's, it's like well, a I mean, mini. I wouldn't say it's so, so, so much fun. It's definitely intense fun for for a kid. Yeah, I mean, it's like a baby rave. It is, yeah, and it's like ten o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and in the middle of Shoreditch. Yeah, right. like I went to the um, I went to go and get some orange juice and some like water <laughs> from the counter, and I looked over the counter. They had like loads of beers, and I was like, it's ten o'clock in the morning. I mean, if any parent <laughs> is taking their kid to a, a little like disco rave thing at 10 o'clock on a Saturday morning and then they and they're starting on the beer that early I'm not mm. judging I, I'm not judging <laughs> but I am giving you a nudge going look over there he's already on the Stella it's 10am yeah. and his kid won't stop running about so I'm assuming that the kid is also drinking the Stella I know but if you're taking some like they are quite intense I understand the need to have a cheeky glass of wine to sort of... At 10am? With that intense noise and kids running about, you know, I understand. Yeah, okay, so... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, okay. It is a bit like a rave for kids. Yeah, it's actually, it's really loud. It's Yeah, it's actually quite loud. <laughs> Halfway through in my head, I was like, can they please just turn this down a second? You but know? It's, really, it's really great fun. It is great fun. Because they've got lots of different sort of, I know there's there's loads of different versions of it. It's just yeah. Baby Loves Disco is the one we, is that, is that we've the gone one? to. There's there's like one called like Big Fish Little Fish or something. Cobble Box. Yeah, well, I'm guessing it's after that. But If um, it's not, then they've really mucked up there. <laughs> And if you're listening, I think they got. I think you think they got it. Yeah. Okay. Just maybe. I might have to Google. Um. That. Yeah, but there's a few sort of baby rave type type things, but it's it's cool. It's it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to get used to to what real life is like. But then we went into a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she probably got a glimpse of what it was like to not have to stay two meters apart from anyone yeah it's um <laughs> it's really odd i feel sorry for them they're probably like what is going on i feel sorry for 18 year olds going off to uni yeah or just just turning 18 or just turn 18 and not being able to do anything i know but yeah what did i do for my 18th i don't think i did anything for my 18th such a loser so boring wow I wasn't much of a drinker. So you had no friends. No, I had loads of friends. I had so many friends. I just wasn't a big drinker yet. I hadn't kind of like... Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Now, on the other hand, take me down the pub and I'm buying the first round. But yeah, 18, 19. I think, I don't know, just for me in my life, I was just... Start, I, yeah, never... You know, the the only time I would kind of drink is like... Oh, no, to be fair, that's a bit of a lie. Because story time. Story time. Story time. Story time. Um, when me and a few friends, we got mugged at Victoria Park. When we, we were 16, we were, I was 16. We had a couple of cans of Fosters in the park in like, at like eight, nine o'clock at night. Good idea. Um, we all got mugged and, well, a couple of us did. I didn't manage to run away because I'm not that fast. <laughs> um, You're coming across great. So I am, I am. <laughs> He's not fast, and he <laughs> doesn't play Nicki Minaj. Um, yeah. So, and that was because we were having a couple of drinks in the park. So, I lied. 
But that was about it. Foster's is also a really bad drink as well. You can you, you, you can tell that's early in your drink then, days if you're going for Foster like straight away. when you're younger and you're yeah. like, I need to get vodka. I so, used to always drink Red Stripe. Yeah, that, yeah. Just because it looked good. Yeah. It just reminds me of um, Brick Lane and Shoreditch. Does it? Yeah. Because there's that shop <laughs> that charges ridiculous prices oh, for Red bet. Stripe. Like sure two pound a can or something. I was like, <gasps> I'll take one water, please, and a Mars bar. No, actually, I don't like Mars bars. Like a Kit Kat. Why did I say Mars bar? <laughs> I think it just rolls off the tongue a lot better, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But do you think um, Amelia's friends are going to have much influence? Drinking problems, yeah. Abso- <laughs> are they going to have drinking problems? Absolutely. <laughs> Look what the world's putting putting them through right now. <laughs> The influence her friends are going to have on her music taste. Her friends, hopefully, fingers crossed. I mean, I'm in a band with a couple of them. So No, her friends. Oh, my God, that's embarrassing. (laughs) I'm cutting that out. Well, her friends influence... Of course, my friends influence influence me. But do you think that we're going to end up influencing her friends and she's gonna we're gonna so <laughs> so we're gonna invite her friends round <laughs> guys like, listen to deal. this you can stay friends introduce you to this music you know like infiltrate. no but in terms of like do you think she's gonna end up having a strong enough idea of music that she likes that she forms friendships based on it say like i think we probably did yeah, when we, we were younger yeah we definitely did the um, friendship group I have now is solely based on the fact that I uh, uh, on on music. I'm not just listening, but playing, obviously, because that's how I met quite a lot of my friends that I have now. Shout out to you guys, because yeah, I know I know they're listening. They have to be listening because they have. They're going to be, be the only listeners. Like the, all five of them, um, probably listening to it to fall asleep. Yeah, to fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we should just turn this into. A... Yeah. We'll, we'll just talk we'll just and you fall, asleep. you fall asleep that's fine there are a lot of podcasts out there that do that um but that's because amelia's recently gone off of having story time before bed and she now just likes to be sung to instead mm-hmm. which is a weird development i don't like it because i like i like having the story yeah, time because i think it's a i think it's a good way to you know to Get her yeah, imagination going just before bed, sort of have nice dreams. But I guess, I guess the song is still similar. Yeah. But it's it's quite a weird turn of turn of events in terms yeah. of bedtime routine. Just now, just after she wanted ABC, which was weird. I buy the Jackson Five, wasn't it? <laughs> ABC. <laughs> <laughs> if she doesn't like music when she gets. Older, I don't, I, I, mm, yeah, I'd be a bit upset. But it's like, there's a very good chance that she will grow up and she won't like football or Arsenal. And that will also break my heart. But, but the thing is, is I feel like that's different. What, football? Yeah, football music in terms of like... still think it shapes identity though. No, I yeah. definitely think it shapes identity. But like with football, you either like football or you don't like football. Whereas with music, there's a lot of different types of music you can like. And I've only ever met one person in my life who, although super lovely, 
girl and just super lovely and nice. Had no interest in music at all. Like, just didn't care. Mm-hmm. And I found, overall, them to be quite bland, even though super nice. Mm. Just personality-wise, quite bland. Do you know what I mean? Because people all normally always have... have, Everyone has. Some sort of music. Like, they go, oh, even if it's just saying, oh, yeah, I like pop music. Yeah, exactly. Or, oh, yeah, I really like this one artist. Mm -hmm. You normally have something that you like, but just absolutely zero interest. I thought it was very strange. But do you know what I mean? Everyone Mm. always has some sort of thing they like with music. But with football or sports, either you do or you don't. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. How's your beer? It's nice. That's good. At least it's not the Audi version of the one is. Did you taste any difference with that? Not really. I think just Audi's great. Yeah, Audi. Listen. We love you. <laughs> love you. We love your nappies. They're great. Best nappies. They are rated number two, the best nappies after Pampers. Yeah, I and, and I do agree. I have my issues with Pampers, but that's fine. That could be personal, maybe because I just I pull the nappy too much. Because yeah, I don't that know definitely is because I reason. work out so much. <laughs> I just don't. Yeah. So um, but yeah, Audi nappies, absolutely fantastic. Yeah, highly recommend. Yeah. And I would recommend their own branded beer, which is hilarious. Yeah, you, you get quite entertained by that. Yeah, because it's really funny. Because if you shop in Aldi, go to the alcohol section, and they're just rip-offs of... Well, their beer is. They're bit, actually... Well, the whole shop is a rip-off of, like... I mean, the packaging, the styling is very similar to yeah, more mainstream it's just products. Yeah, but that's, that's heavily, just... Heavily influenced. Yeah, but that's sort of, like, the way to get yeah. you intrigued. But their wines are actually really top-rated. They are. And they're not that expensive either. They're not. Apparently, there's. I need to. We need more yeah. Audi shops in London. There are only a few here. It's true. There are only a few, and we need more of you because you're good. And we're all about to go into this massive recession. And <clears throat> my voice has gone very croaky. Clear that out. Yeah, we need more Audi across the city. I saw something that I think is it little I always get them confused sometimes. No, I don't mm-hmm. get confused but well, when I hear about they're them. apparently owned by brothers now. Owned by brothers? Yeah. What do you mean as in one brother's called Ali, the other one's called Little? No, but they <laughs> but they they're owned by these two brother, brothers. Oh really? Who set out but they stay really behind the scenes. They don't like to be known. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. It's really interesting. Where, where did you read about this? I've heard it like a fair few times. Mm. Um, just from articles and videos and stuff, mm. but yeah, they're apparently these two brothers who started off both both of these these shops that super cheap, super efficient, yeah, and effective. But the but the packing is. is well, I had quite insane. a nice lady packer the other day, and she did. She take. She waited. Did she take her time? Yeah, no, she waited and oh, yeah. said, you ready to go? Were you, were you with... I was with you and the bubs. 
but I was doing the you were still loading on. Um way. <laughs> you were still loading the conveyor belt while I was getting ready to pack. <laughs> yeah. And she she waited for me to get the trolley yeah. all ready. She went, Are you ready? And I was like, Wow, thank you. Because normally that half of the thing's been scanned by the time I've like looked up mm-hmm. and it's fairly stressful. Yeah. Before we go and let everyone get on with their day mm-hmm. or their evening. Mamma Mia one or Mamma Mia Two. Mamma Mia One. Oh my god, no one's choosing Mamma Mia Two. Okay. Well, that's wow. That's that. That I was, was a, just. I'm just saying. You know, that was such a snooze no. question. Was it really? The only good thing about Mamma Mia Two is Cher. Okay, fair enough. Um, Mill Street does turn up at the end n- to sing a song. No, she's not in the film. That did frustrate me. I was like, really straight upset. away. It's like I know Mill Street doesn't do sequels, but it's like, ah, oh, come on, that's one sequel. Did you see? I saw um, uh, Julia Walters. Um, uh, she did an interview in the last couple of days and she said um, something, something, don't quote me, something along the lines of she's not going to work again until Mamma Mia 3 gets the green light, <laughs> which I think they're planning on doing. I have, oh. I've heard that. But, but what would you do? They what are they going to do with it? Have they used up all the good ones? But they already, there's, there's some that they have multiple of, like in terms of they could do again. Yeah, I mean, they always do Mamma Mia because guess what? It's the name of the film. Mm. Did you ever see the stage production? No. no, I, yeah. Yeah, I didn't. That would have been so great. That would have been cool. So you're going Mamma Mia 1? Yeah. I am as well, obviously, but I just want to make sure. I think that's the general consensus. Yeah. Of, of, yeah. yeah. But Cher was great. She was great in it. It was great. It was good. She released an album her covers didn't she did she yeah, i haven't heard yeah, that wow share amazes that. me because she had been around for so so long and obviously she looks great for her age for obvious reasons um but she i don't know because i see this footage of her from when she's really young from like like the 70s and i feel like she should be like so like not even just age or appearance but she should be so much older because i feel like she's She's really defined so many, you know, periods in music. And then I look at her and I go, she's still fucking touring. Like, literally, it's like, so impressive. Goddess. Yeah, goddess. I love that appearance she did with Bowie when she, what was that? Uh, she did a song off of Young Americans. Really? I don't think yeah, I've, I don't think yeah, I've seen Yeah, they did that. a duet together on, on for, for some programme, yeah rings a bell but I can't yeah. remember. You might have to give it to Google after. Yeah, I think that's I'm gonna have a look at Cher David Bowie. So I think we'll leave it there. Yeah, I think so. We'll see you for the next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.